Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Once again, this year, WGR is proud to support the Bills and Sabres as together they give host to Give 716 Day beginning at 7.16 p.m. this Sunday evening, July 16th, and running through 7.16 a.m. Tuesday, July 18th. The goal of Give 716 is simple, to raise as much money for local charities as possible. Over 500 Western New York charities are participating, so there are many great organizations to support. All fans and Western New Yorkers near and far are encouraged to participate in Give 716 by making a donation of any amount to their favorite charity or charities. They can also do so by visiting Give 716 Org between 7.16 p.m. on Sunday, July 16th, and 7.16 a.m. on Tuesday, July 18th. Welcome back. Sports Talk Saturday here on WGR. Zach Jones, Josh Schmidt hanging out with you. In the first hour, we were doing quite a bit of Jersey talk. Me and Josh, like two days ago, we were talking about like some of the, the, just the bad jerseys of the world. I came in this morning very much uh, radically against the navy blue early 2000s Bills jerseys. Josh was very much against what has been lovingly dubbed the Turdburger Sabres jerseys. It was an alternate jersey, though, so it was not a main one. I've come around, though. I have far worse memories in the navy blue Bills ones. Yeah, that's fair. But in terms of a flat-out, this is the worst jersey imaginable, it's easily the Turdburger for the Sabres. And I would I would say, because the Bills really have not changed their jersey too much, that is the worst jersey in Buffalo sports. The Turdburger. Yep, I it think is, so. It is absolutely It is without appalling. a doubt. You know what? We're going to throw a poll up. I'll throw a poll up on the Twitter right now. Which which is worse, the Turdburger or the Bills Navy Blue? What what year was the Turdburger jersey in? 13-14. It's 13-14. I can't even say it was necessarily a bad year in terms of like just everything else around my life, so I can't even say it was an all-around <laughs> bad year. Just why would you do that? I will say, though, the reverse retro jerseys this year for the Sabres – were you a fan or no? The reverse retro they had. It, I it, liked it, the jersey, but not it was the, the whole ensemble. The pants it is was awful. The pants because the jersey I've always liked. I've seen mocks of the blue and gold go and ahead, looks, and it looks good. And it looks it good. Looks good. But it was the pants shouldn't have been white. They should have been blue. I think so. And even then, though, seeing that in my mind, I don't know if I would love the jerseys. No, I just I love the jersey, but not mm-hmm. the uniform but yeah i i just i'm seeing because I, I just pulled up buffalo sabers jerseys and it immediately came up and i'm like oh i didn't really like it i didn't like it i think still i think my favorite jersey though is the 50th anniversary one we mentioned that real quick that is i think my favorite sabers jersey the gold ones mm-hmm. i i thought they played they played well in those in a really weird year where they weren't very good but they seemed to play well in those ones and i was like i wouldn't be against making this like the prime time away one like all of a sudden like gold becomes one of the sabers colors obviously it was never gonna happen but i was like I could keep those around. They're pretty sweet. One jersey we didn't really get to mention, and I 
absolutely love is the black and orange Buffalo Braves jerseys. Ooh. And the logo. Yeah. I have a t-shirt of this at home, too. I absolutely love it. I'm not a big fan of, I think the original logo was blue and orange, and they initially were more of a blue and white team. I don't love that look. I very much love the ones you actually see, the, the LA Clippers playing in at times when they have retro nights. Of, you know, it's white, the numbers are a number and logos on one side, and then you have the logo on the other. I think that was a really, really good look. I really, really enjoyed those jerseys. Obviously, we don't have a, we, we have not had an M- yeah. NBA team in a long time, but I, I thought those were really, really cool. I always liked how the, the, the Bandits adopted those colors when they came in. I do, too. Because the I colors really are a nice combination. Too. The colors are a great combination. You know how I feel. Like, any jersey or any sports team has orange in it. I'm usually a pretty big fan. But, like... Those are really cool, and and I'm with you. Like the bandits also have made them really really cool. Like to like bring those in, and like they've been easily the most successful Buffalo team of our lives. Just for the fact, I mean, they just won a championship this, yeah, this they've season. Won two others or one others? One definitely one other. I can't remember. No, they have one. They won a total of three. I'm looking this up just to make Maybe sure. Four. I thought I thought this was five. That's why I gotta like I look this oh, up man. now. Uh, they have one. Oh come on. There we go. Laptop's working now. They have won five league titles. Nine, five. Nine, 92, wow. 93, 96, 08, and 2023. Because I remember 08, I was I was still, like, young, but I remember watching them mm-hmm. and being I do. Fan. I remember slightly 08. Obviously, I don't remember any of the 90s ones because I wasn't alive yet. Love that. I was born in 98. So they, their last title they won <laughs> before the 2000s was 96. I don't remember <laughs> any of those. So one other thing that we brought up uh, a little while ago now, actually, um, was um, – the Turner had the clock jerseys from the MLB from 1999. These things are atrocious. I don't know if anyone remembers them. I'm going to put out a tweet right now for you. If you want to tweet at us, at Schmitty47. Zach, I forgot it again. This is terrible. This is terrible by you. At Zachary Jones 198. <laughs> at Zachary Jones 198. Tweet at us. Did you remember? This is brutal by you. Do you remember the Turner had the clock jerseys from the MLB? So. They, they're strange, that's for sure. But the backstory is even weirder. I looked this up, and thanks to Baseball Reference for um, having this. all the information. And pretty much giving us all the information we need. We we can't find the pictures of all of the jerseys. Did only 20 teams wear them? That's the most I could find is 20. So let's, let's start from the beginning here. So Turn Ahead the Clock Night was the brainchild of Seattle Mariners head of marketing, Kevin Martinez. And it came from an offhand comment made by Ken Griffey Jr., who said what would happen if the team, quote, went to the future rather than the past, as happens during Turn the Clock Back night. And Griffey had a hand in designing the Mariners' uniforms and logo. Um, so in the if, if, if anyone remembers, the Mariners changed their colors to maroon and black, but kept the logo for the most part. There mm-hmm. was gradients and things like that, but the colors were completely changed. So they looked very different. The Cubs, the the Reds, the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Rangers, the Astros, the Blue Jays, and the Expos, because they were still in the league, all declined to, to, to participate in the string of turn-ahead-the-clock games. While the original game was successful and seen as innovative, the games provided to be a just kind of a laughingstock. Mm-hmm. Everyone made fun of them, and it was just not very funny. The first game they played... Two Mariners players, I, I'm, obviously one of them was Ken Griffey Jr. I don't know. It was the Mariners versus the Royals. I don't know who else came out of it, but they had a DeLorean parked on the field. Oh, that's awesome. 
and Ken Griffey Jr. and someone else got out of the DeLorean in the jerseys. So all Mariners players, except for their starting pitcher, Ken Cloud, wore their jerseys untucked and wore their baseball caps backwards because, you know, Ken Griffey Jr., that's his trademark. Um, and the umpires actually didn't make them tuck their jerseys in until, like, the fourth inning. <laughs> so they just played with their jerseys untucked for, like, the whole game. All right. When the players' photos were displayed on the TV screen in the Mariners' stadium, their pictures were modified, including features from Star Trek, such as Spock's pointy ears or wraparound glasses, mm -hmm. and the managers of both teams were recolored to have green skin on the screen. Okay. So right. they really leaned into they, it. Yeah, they went for it. These jerseys were based off of a concept of, hey, what are jerseys going to look like in 2027? 2027 is four years away. I mean, like... I need these to come back. Every, every like, 80s and 90s movie, television show, sporting thing just thought we'd be so cool by, like, the 2020s. But they look so With the bad. exact same. No, but they, like, social media. But, like, if you look at these jerseys... The, the Florida Mar Marlins one the Marlins is, 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 pretty cool. is Mind just you, the Marlins. All of them is all of them are basically sleeveless. The Pirates yeah, which is wild. The Pirates decided that in twenty twenty seven they were gonna have red as a predominant color. Yep. Which yep. I, I the, find interesting. Love the logo. The logo's fun. It's literally a, a pirate it seems to be growling at people with with an eye patch. That's kind of cool. Oh, he's the not growling. I think he has um I think he's chewing. He might be chewing. Chewing tobacco. Uh the Rockies is kind of what they are now. Yeah, I love the Rockies. That one's pretty good. Not gonna lie, I love the Rockies. Cleveland is fine. Uh, the Angels is fine. It's very much the 90s. They had, a, they had another look. one that had pinstripes. Who, the Angels did? Well, maybe that was just like another throwback jersey they did. I was going to say, I'm not seeing it here. The Diamondbacks is the cool one because it's a yeah. wraparound of a snake. The Tigers have a tail. The Tigers do have a tail. I hate Kansas it. Kansas <laughs> City is the most bland one I've ever seen in my life. It the, is literally just KC as big a font as possible the on the jersey. Cardinals. Cardinals uh, didn't show up. They did not oh, show up. No, I yeah, no. They they were like, we're just gonna be the Cardinals and we're gonna have two Cardinals on a baseball bat up and it's above gonna be black the and white. Cardinals. Yep. So they didn't show up. They were furious to be there. The Mariners decided that their baseball was gonna effectively be a mace head on a red jersey. Well, it's kinda like their logo, which now. is sick. No, I know, but like the fact that like, the Mariners were like It looks like the head a, of a mace. It's gonna be a mace head. Really on a it's red a compass. Jersey. It's a compass. They can say that all they want. That is not a compass. It's a compass. They, That's what their logo is now. I, they can say that that look is a compass. It is not. That is a mace. North, on a south, east, west, northwest, southwest, east. Oh, geez. Yeah, words are hard. Northwest, southwest, southeast, northeast. Oh, I, I know what they're going for. They did not land the plane. They did not <laughs> land the plane. Absolutely not. The Padres also barely showed up. It's Same with the Giants. San Francisco decided we we're going to put SF on In, a weird angle on a white jersey. Giant. Giant yeah, letters. Yeah, it's taking up the entire left side of the jersey. Phillies is kind of fun. Phillies is fun. I I think a lot of these teams are not happy that they're doing this. I think no, like I'm no, seeing a lot not. of these designs and they're like, why are we doing this? The Milwaukee Brewers though, with who is now called the Barrel Man, is awesome. He's great, and you can you can get him on a hat too. Yeah, that's you cool. could get him on a hat. I enjoy that one. The Twins one is kind of interesting because they literally have two baseball players in front of a baseball well, shaking hands. It's because. That, that's the story of the Twins. Yeah, I like that a lot. Two teams coming together over the bridge of St. Paul and... Minneapolis. Minneapolis. Yep, thank you. Um, and the Mercury Mets. It's not pictured. I'm, I'm pretty sure you're on the same site as me. It's mm -hmm. not pictured in here, but if you just look up these jerseys and go to images, the Mercury Mets were the New York Mets. Oh, okay, okay. But if you look at these, you'll see every jersey that did this, they have their names sideways on the right side of their numbers 
and it's very weird. It's weird. It's I very like very it. weird. Also, the Red Sox participated, but their jerseys never arrived. <laughs> Which that's I just, awesome. I just want to know what they look like. That is awesome. So like they're gonna tell everyone they participated. They never did. No. They... I'm, I'm looking at a few of these teams, and and they're like they're probably sitting there going, "Why are we doing this?" Yeah. Like we're not gonna like the year 2027 is not gonna be so radically different. From... I think a lot of people in, because this is in what 99. Yes. They're probably saying, like, it's stop. It's not going to be that different. And they just, like, threw this together or whatever. Again, the Diamondbacks seem to have a lot of fun because they made their jersey a wraparound with Snake. Um, mm-hmm. The Pirates, you know, they got a little interesting there and, and stuff like that. The Phillies is interesting, too, where it's, like, it's like raised up kind of with, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how to describe that. You can still buy a Ken Griffey jersey. Okay. Um, it's red and black because that's what the Mariners did. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of money. Which is, yeah, <laughs> you could buy it. <laughs> I mean, like, that's, like, I'm not spending that much money for these. Number one, like it needs to look good. I don't think many of these actually do even anyways look good. The Brewers is just I love Barrel Bre- Man. Brewers is funny. I it, want it, Barrel it, Man to come back. Yeah, Barrel Man is just kind of cool, but like the rest of these, I'm like, you know, if I was a little kid looking at these jerseys, I don't think any of these teams would become my favorite team. No, like none of them aesthetically pop to make you go, ooh, I like, I want to follow that team. Well, out. and the thing is, is like some all of these are sleeveless, so you have to have a shirt. That matches underneath. Yep, which that's a whole. That's a whole other thing. I, I remember my thing. my uh, my high school team. We actually we had vests at one point. Oh, for okay. Our, for, yeah. They were great. I loved them. They were my favorite jerseys to wear in baseball season. But you had mm-hmm. to have. We were green and yellow, and you had to have a green Under Armour underneath, okay. or else you weren't gonna like. We're not gonna just go no undershirts because that's weird. Um, we we contemplated it one day, but we didn't do it because we thought never we, ended up. We thought we would look – one person tried it on, we were like, yeah, no, we're going to look dumb. <laughs> the one person tries it on, and you're like, oh, absolutely not. Yeah, no. But Diamondbacks, I think, take the cake. Diamondbacks is by far the, the best one. Rockies, I think, is second. I wish I could find a picture of the Tigers because, like I said, I saw I one too. picture, and it was very small, and the Tigers had a tail on the back of their jersey. Which is kind of fun. I don't that, love it. That No, that's kind of fun. I don't love it. But, like, that's the thing is, like, for some of these teams, you can tell, like, wh- they're they're probably sitting there going, why are we doing this? Like, Kansas City is another one where they're just, like, we're just going to put KC, like, on our normal colors of blue and silver or gray and call it a day. The Marlins is the Florida Marlins logo. Like, nothing changed there. Yeah, it's just big. Uh, except it's, you know, a tank top. And then, you know, Tampa Bay, I think kind of the same thing for their 90s logos. Cleveland's kind of the same thing. Anaheim is kind of the same thing. St. Louis straight up hates this. They hate that they're doing this. Because they're like, no, it's going to be the classic logo. Why would we change anything about our, our team? We're just going to change the color a little yeah, bit. Yeah, like that's all we're going to do. San Francisco, I, I w- if there was any orange in that, I think that would be a good look of just like white, black, and then the the actual logo. I don't hate that at all. You know what else you're going to hate? I didn't like the look of the face you made either. I'm very nervous. The poll I put up about eight minutes ago on yep. the GR page. 209 votes. Which jersey was worse? The Navy Blue Bills or the 1314 Sabres Turdburger? Sabres Turdburger is leading by a massive margin of 75% to 25%. That, no, honestly, I'm fine with that. Again, like for me, it's it's much more for the navy blue one. A lot it's of what's, memories. It's, it's what's, a lot of memories it's of, what's, of it, yeah. J.P. Lossman and Trent Edwards throwing passes. And, you know, <laughs> yeah, like, that's like, true. It, it's not good memories there. Where with Turdburger, it's... This is just bad. It's just flat out bad. I, I honestly, the biggest memory I have of that is Ott showing it off. That's yep. the memory I have of it. Yeah. And, like, Matt Molson, I think, scored a hat trick in it. No way. I think he There's did. There's no way anyone could play that well looking at I'm like going to try to do the do the, some research here and see if that was actually true. 
but it's going to be kind of hard to find out what nights they wore that because that was a very short-lived thing. But, oh, man, like they're, like they're just they're so bad in every way. And for me, it's just like I, – I, I, I don't want to, like, trash anyone's work. I'm, I'm not trying to do that. But for me, it's just like well, I mean, but how, be, did, how did you show up to this conclusion and go, that looks great? Think about how many people ragged on the slug for, like, ever, and they still do. I, for one, like I said before, I don't. I think the slug was fine. I think it's just what it's compared with. Well, yeah, it's, it's what it's, it's compared with. It's what it now, followed. With, with the slug, though, is it kind of the same with the 90s Bills jerseys where – or uh, not 90s Bills, 90s Sabres jerseys, the red and black, where ultimately they were successful in them. They do win the mm-hmm. President's Trophy in the slug. I mean, it, it, so it, for me at least, is that kind of like a big thing for you? Like where, hey, they were really good in them. You know, same way with the, with the 80 or with the 90s, you know, red and black. They were really good in them. You know, now I have a, a big affinity for the royal blue and gold because they're good in them. Yeah. Like now I can look at this at this Sabres drought and just be like, yeah, it was the navy blue crap. Like we're we're we've moved on from that. Yeah. Like now, rightfully so. <laughs> any any Buffalo team goes to navy blue, they should be like storm the, ba- the the Bastille kind of moment. Like this should never. We know how bad navy blue is. Do you remember the short period? Um, this was around when Patrick Coletta was just coming into the team. I think it was 08 09, mm-hmm. where the third jersey was like a weird off royal blue. Yeah. You remember that? Yeah. You remember that? That was that was when we first got a taste of like, hey, that's kind of interesting. And they were kind of throwing it back to like the 70s and 80s. More the 80s, actually. Yep, more the 80s. But that was like their third jersey from like, I think it was like 07 to like 09. Mm-hmm. And those were like okay, but they were very bland. They weren't bad. They were just boring. You know what I mean? Like, yes, there was like two yellow stripes on like the forearm, and then it was just blue. They never had a white version because they didn't wear it on the road. Mm-hmm. It was an alternate jersey. Also, I was wrong. Matt Molson did not score a hat trick, not even for the Sabres. He scored three hat tricks in his career, and they were all for the Islanders. See, so, so nothing good happened in those jerseys. I, I really distinctly remember somebody, had, somebody having a crazy game. Maybe it was Brian Gianta. Brian Gianta was maybe, on that team, too. Maybe. But think. really, I did want to bring up this topic, though, of the jerseys, because I do want to talk about ones that like I'm excited to see again, because we're getting to that point now like in the NFL, third helmets are becoming a thing, alternate jerseys. Mm-hmm. The the Eagles are bringing back their Kelly Green look from the 90s, which is awesome. That was with, you know, when they had Reggie White, Jerome Brown, Randall Cunningham. Like, those were awesome yeah. jerseys. What about the blue ones? You you were talking about that before. I looked up. The powder I, blue I just looked Eagles up because I wanted to know what year these jerseys were being remembered for. So they bring these jerseys back in as kind of an alternate in the 2007 season. I will never forget Donovan McNabb having to wear that and just being like, what is happening here? <laughs> like, this is terrible. Those jerseys, two seasons for the Philadelphia Eagles. 1933-1934. They finished fourth in the Eastern Division. You they know what that a, means? They had a record of 3-5-1 in 1933 and a record of 4-7 in 1934. I'm putting a lot of, um, you know, futures out here. Mm-hmm. In 10 years, it's the centennial anniversary of those jerseys. That is right. That is right. They are totally going to bring them back. Again. They're going to bring them back. They are totally going to wear those Those again. are a nightmare. <laughs> the jersey, I mean, truly, like, and... If anyone knows me, like I, I talk very fondly about this team's jerseys, and that is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers creamsicle, the creamsicle. jerseys. Yep, those yep. are to me, I, I, and it's it's very much. I, I'm not saying like it is, it should be anyone else's opinion. Those are my favorite football jerseys of all time. Burt Kreischer actually, he is a um, like big time comedian, big proponent of the creamsicle jerseys. I just saw a video the other day. Should he be. 
had like the team sent him one and it looks really good that that team wore those jerseys or at least a variation of the cream school jerseys from 1976 when they were founded and they were awful never forget that truly terrible all the way up until 1996 they have gone to the modern look which is ugly of you know red white and gray from now 97 1997 excuse me to 2016 they look terrible now they should absolutely go back to the cream school jerseys because you know what Embrace that you were truly awful in those. I mean, like, that was, like, because we live in an era now, Josh, where, like, expansion teams seem to hit out of the gate. They're they're good. From expansion drafts and all that stuff, like, they seem to hit right out of the park. Vegas wins a cup, what, in five years? Seattle makes the playoff playoffs in two. Mm-hmm. And then even you go to other NFL teams who are expansion teams. Jacksonville was really good right away. Uh, Carolina won a, or went to a Super Bowl, I think, within five years of them becoming an expansion team as well. Houston, kind of not good at all. And then, am I missing one more? I don't think so from that era. No. So Houston was really the one miss. But they've been a pretty solid NFL franchise, really, from the word go. They've been fine. Yeah. I mean, the past couple of years haven't been great. But yeah. they look like they're turning it around with some recent draft picks and yep. things like that. And then that, NBA, so. we really haven't had an expansion team. We've bring had, back the Supersonics, please. We should bring back the Supersonics. But we really haven't had an expansion team. We've had just relocations. Relocations. Yeah. But in 1976, when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers opened up their their history, they went 0-14. They were wow. awful. They were absolutely terrible. You'll be thrilled, though, to know that in 1977, they improved to go 2-12. So through their first two years, they won two games and lost over 20. And even then, though, I just I, – and it's part of – because I like the history of football and stuff like that – them making the NFC Championship game then in 1979 is so sweet to me. Yeah. When they had guys like Ricky Bell, Leroy Selman, who's a Hall of Famer, and then Doug Williams as well, who ultimately will win a Super Bowl with Washington. He was super fun on these Tampa teams. It's just, for me, I would go back to that. It was absolutely your look. They had the swashbuckler, like, winking at people with the knife in his mouth. That's such a cool logo. Like, it's a cool logo, and it's having fun. Like, like you're playing a kid's game. Like, it's having fun. Yeah. To me, it kind of felt, it fit, like, the 70s Tampa vibe. Yeah. And I'd love for them to bring it back. Like, permanently bring that look back you can even kind of play if you want to like have like a black alternate of it and stuff like that Ooh. it's not the same it's not the same look of the cincinnati Bengals and the cleveland browns where a much darker orange that logo like that. yeah no what were you gonna say no, i was that? just gonna say that logo on a black helmet would pop would, would be really good and, if, and that's if you want to have an alternate you don't have to and, and stuff like that but for me it's just like it wouldn't even be the same kind of look as Cleveland and Cincinnati. You would have your own look, and again, it would just, it would pop. It would look. Could you imagine that that jersey on a primetime lights with modern television? It would yeah. look awesome. And this is also again, you know, I'm a Texas Longhorn fan. So they're burnt orange and white. I mean, like that's, I I like orange on jerseys. It always has popped to me. I'm so glad they're going to wear it this year as an alternate jersey. I think it actually is going to be a primetime game as well. But that is that is a jersey I. Till the day I die, I'm going to fight for that jersey to be brought back and put into, you know, just 17 games, 18 games. That's what we're wearing. We're going to take a quick timeout. We're still looking for your calls, 803-0550. If you want to jump on in the jersey talk or anything else we've jumped on throughout today, you're listening to Sports Talk Saturday, and this is WGR. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. 
You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Jones keeps, gets a block. Takes off and he is gone. Trying to stay upright and he trips. Absolutely all alone and he trips. I mean, he's technically right that he was gone. I he mean, was. Oh, I feel so he bad. He was what, though. like 20, 30 yards out? Oh, yeah. I, I, Daniel Jones was flying that play. That was. And just, he just fell. It was like he was in a horror movie and the serial killer was behind him <laughs> and he just forgets how to run. That's exactly what happened. Oh. <laughs> Daniel Jones is, is a weird quarterback, though, if he I'm is. being honest. He's a, he is a weird seems quarterback. He's like a weird guy, too. I don't, I, you know, he's not like the Russell Wilson or, or, no. or even Kirk, Kirk Cousins. I, so I've watched a few of the clips from that Netflix documentary quarterback. I don't have Netflix now. Like, this is frustrating. I just lost Netflix as, like, this is happening. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm, like, trying to, like, figure out a way to, like, be able to watch it. But I've seen a few clips. And I would like to just like bring up something like I Kirk Cousins is a better quarterback than he gets credit for. He's often played on bad old lines, bad organizations, the whole thing. And he, and he's like the pinnacle of like solid. You're, you're probably not going to Super Bowl with him, but like he'll always keep you pretty competitive. But if the team is bad, you'll probably be pretty bad. But he'll maybe have some good stats. I think we do have to bring up the idea though that he's just deeply uncool. And like this is where like a lot of the issues come from. Like he doesn't yeah. he doesn't say, say anything with like a ton of like gusto he even brought up like a margaret thatcher quote which like i've loved when he's like you know my haters like if, if my haters saw me walking on water they would just say i couldn't swim like stuff like that like but the way he says it i'm like stop it like <laughs> what are we doing here stop it and like this thing is i kind of do root for Kirk cousins a little bit like to be better number one because i think minnesota vikings like like they have gone through some hell as NFL fans, and like, so I, yeah. I, there's always a part of me, like, because they're in the NFC, like, them and the Chicago Bears. Like, I just want to see the Bears get a 4,000-yard passer, man. I'm being serious there. Just, I just, in the modern NFL, can you have a 4,000-yard passer? They've never had one, Josh. Not one. Jake That's Cutler, who threw for 4,000 yards oh, in Denver, could never do it in Chicago. I feel like we With could guys do like a, Brandon Marshall. We could do a whole four-hour show on Jake Cutler. Yeah, absolutely. He had a wild time Jake in Jake Cutler, NFL. if he cared at all to be better, is a fascinating quarterback. Is I'm not even talking about legitimately fascinating. I'm just talking about off the field stuff. Off the field stuff. He had a reality TV show with his now ex wife, which was wild because like <laughs> he every episode he was in on that show, he was like, "Why am I doing this? What am I doing? Yeah. You remember but, when To had a reality TV show when he signed for the Bills? Bare barely. It, like I think it went for either a season or two. Yeah, because like well, that's why I kind of don't remember it because it was very short lived. Very short lived. I do remember when he got the key to the city. Oh, I remember <laughs> that. That was very much so. That was so cool. Like, when T.O. signed with the Bills, I was like, this is the coolest day of my life. And then Mario Williams signed for the Bills, and I'm like, this is actually way better. <laughs> yeah, but, like, like T.O. Is... T- T- was kind of cool. Jay Cutler, though, real quick on this. So he's coming out of Purdue, 
And he kind of follows Drew Brees at was, Purdue. Yeah. And, and yeah. Brees was very, very good there. He ultimately is not a first-round pick, truly because he's short. Like, Cutler takes over for Brees, but I think Brees was the better college quarterback. I don't I don't remember watching either of them, but I do know with Brees, it was, it was because he was shorter and we were not at the point we are now where it's like, eh, you can be short as long as you're stocky, which Breeze was. Like, you'll be fine. You can work that out. Oh, I'm sorry. He did not go to Purdue. He went to Vanderbilt. Sorry. He did not go to Purdue. He went to Vanderbilt. Same colors, I think, right? Yeah. Same much. colors. One's in the SEC, one's in the Big, uh, Big Ten. But he is the 11th overall pick of the 20, or 2006 draft. And, I mean, he had a bazooka of an arm. I mean, just an absolute cannon. Goes to Denver, obviously. First year, fine, not great, but he doesn't really start many games. He starts five, nine touchdowns, five picks. So you're kind of like, ooh, we're a little excited here. Second season, much improved, almost 3,500 yards passing, 20 touchdowns, 14 picks. Again, this is the early you know, 2010s or almost the 2010s, so like it makes sense. Third season, 4,500 yards passing, 25 touchdowns, 18 picks. I think Josh McDaniels is his coach this season. I could be wrong. And then out of nowhere, he throws 26 picks the next season. He eventually finds his way, or I'm sorry, that was his first season in Chicago. So he does all that, gets traded to Chicago. And from then on, like, he never hits, like, that ceiling ever again. The highest amount of yards passing he gets is 3,800 in 2014, where he has 18 picks. He leads the league in, in picks that season, 28 touchdowns. Went 5-10 and 10 that year. Like, Jake Cutler's an interesting quarterback because he had all the talent in the world to be really good, and it seemed like he hated playing the game of football. There's so many athletes there like athletes that just are so good at their sport but seemingly hate it. Like Oh, that, that it it's them, it's it's I'm a physical freak and it's my job and not like Yeah, it's I not like love, I have I love playing football every day. I love playing basketball, I love playing hockey every day. Like it's not right. it like, was their job. Like Dustin Bufflin is a prime example of this. He was drafted by the Chicago Blackhawks and just straight up didn't show up to training camp because he wanted to go fishing instead. That's awesome. And they couldn't get a hold of him because it was when cell phones were like kind of new yeah. and he was in the middle of nowhere fishing. That is awesome. And the team like like had to go to his house. And we're like, hey, bud. Like, are you like and they're like, are you coming? And he's like, Do I have to? And they're like, Well, yeah, kinda. Or else like we're not gonna pay you. And he's like, Okay. Like I I guess I gotta show up. <laughs> like it was it was the weirdest that interaction. Easily, that is easily my favorite, is that he's like, Oh, I I really have to go do that? Yeah. Oh. And, but the dude was a tank on the ice. Well, he was I, crazy. And then there's other guys too that like are just naturally great at their sport and don't want to practice or like just don't want to do like the little things. Yep. Like for me, it was not live during my time, but like learning about, you know, quarterbacks and stuff like that. The name that always comes up of like physical freak talent. Never really did anything. Jeff George, out of Illinois. He goes to the Colts. Bazooka of an arm. One of the cleanest throws you'll ever see. If you, honestly, if you have time during the break, watch Jeff George highlights. He has one of the cleanest throwing motions ever. Has a 4,000-yard passing season. 29 touchdowns and 9 interceptions season when he was 30. But he played for like five different teams. Never could land. Always getting fights in, with coaches. Never really did the small things correctly. Never wanted to like be a more precise passer. It's just like I'll throw the deep ball. Like stop. Don't worry. It's also kind of like Allen Iverson, right? I mean, Iverson was AI hated practice notoriously. He, he hated it. I mean, there's literally a video of him. Like we're talking about practice. We're talking about practice. Like, but he was a gamer. Like that. That's the one difference between AI and these guys is like when it was game time though. AI was like. All right, I'm gonna drop thirty on him. Yeah, and like, I'm, I'm gonna drag a terrible Philadelphia team to the finals. <laughs> yeah, and then win a game against the the Shaq Kobe Lakers. Ultimately, lose the series four to one. But 
the fact that they won a game is amazing. You want to talk about jerseys? Oh, those Sixers jerseys from I that year. I do love them. Those I great. love them a lot. With the bell and the white. Oh, those are really, really. When good. I think of Allen Iverson, I think of those jerseys. I absolutely do too. The basketball jerseys, I think, have always had a pretty good run. I, I really. Yeah, there's don't... never like a bad one. My favorite jersey, I think, in sports right now is the Phoenix Suns Valley jerseys. Mm, those mm-hmm. are really, really good. Yep. My, my, or Miami, they had the, the Miami Vice jerseys. Yeah, those are cool. Those are sweet. Yeah. Basketball sometimes gets a little too creative where it's like, eh, I think, I think we've missed the mark here. But then there's like the simplistic ones that are like, they just look good. Like the Knicks, perfect. Knicks, yeah, Knicks, you don't got to change much. Lakers, absolutely don't got to change much. The Bucks. Bucks are really good now. I like the cream, like the cream city yeah, ones. Those, those ones are, are cool. really, really good. I'm like, uh, yeah, a lot of a lot of NBA jerseys I like. A lot of NBA jerseys I like. Mm-hmm. NHL, I think there's not as many misses as hits, but it's a bit closer. And a lot of it, though, is obviously the the Sabres yeah. can be touch and go. The, the Winter Ki- Classic, the- though, the Winter Classic jerseys are always awesome. No, the Penguins and, well, I don't know if there's Winter Classic or Heritage Classic, but the Penguins Flyers from a few years ago hated those. Speaking of the Pittsburgh Penguins, the, the 2010 jerseys when they were like. Oh, the Powder Blue? No, 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 no. Oh, the, that's 2007. The, the Pittsburgh Penguins, when like they first got Crosby, and they were like a lighter version of gold, white, and black. Oh, yeah. No, that was so, like, that was like 2006. Those are awful. Yeah. When when because they they won most of their cups with Crosby in those, correct? They, in those, they won yes. they won one when they went back to. the They did like one. a weird like puke gold. Like that's the best way I could describe it. Like it's it had awful. like a tinge of gold to it, but it like looked like like that puke green. Not to be gross, but that's probably it's the only. Gross. Everyone describes that color that way, and. Like it's iconic, but it is because they won in them. Yeah, and that's that's another thing. Like to be honest, until you brought that up, until I've like pictured those jerseys in my head, not in that time period, you weren't thinking they were that bad. Or no, you really weren't even thinking. But of them. they're that bad, or they're that good because of the success. I mean, they won two cups in those. Yeah, and it's just like I'm looking at them now, and it's like, or they went to a cup. They went to two cup finals. They won a cup. I just I'm looking at them and I'm like, oh, those are not good. And they actually they had them for quite a while. Mm-hmm. They, that color scheme I think came into into 2002. Yeah, or, or right out of the lockout, one of the one or the other. And like I, I don't it, like those. It was at that all. way. It was that way until like 2014, something like that. Yeah. But I also remember the Arizona Coyotes in 2013-14. They had the leaping coyote across the jersey. Yep. Those were bad. They were, you know what? Funny enough, I good. think the Arizona Coyotes have been poorly run the last few years here. Forever, but I like their current <laughs> jerseys. I do too. I kind of like them. I like. I mean, the Kachina is unbeatable. Mm-hmm. That is the jersey when you think of Arizona. That's the jersey. But like, other than that, jumping Coyote in thirteen fourteen, they've had really good jerseys. They've had pretty good jerseys. The Howling Coyote with the black that looked nice. But That's the Kachina, the last time they were good was yeah, in those jerseys. But the Kachina was the is the best jersey. And yep. You can't change my mind. Like then, of course, we have the Ducks, who. I don't – here's my thing. I don't hate the current look they have. I do, but I don't. But I love the Mighty Duck era. Mm-hmm. Like, that is a great jersey. Well, the problem with that is is copyright issues. I mean, they well, can't yes. get that back just literally because Disney's like, hey, yeah, that's ours. You can't Well, because they, they owned the team at that point. They did. They? Yeah. they owned the team. They bought the – they put the team in the NHL, and then they sold them, like, not even, like, but 10 man, years later. Like, you give me that, like, teal, purple, green, that color combination. Mm-hmm. That is so good. I used to have that is so good. I used to have a Charlie Conway Ducks jersey. Have like, to like from the movie. Like that's it was the thing, so that's cool. The, thing. the the Mighty Duck movie jerseys are fine. 
Like the green, the yellow. Those oh, are I'm talking. Fine. I'm talking about like like not the original Mighty Duck. Oh, jerseys, okay, okay. The the like second and third. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yes. Mind you, the first movie was the best movie, but the jerseys well, as the movies go on. Well, the second movie is also really good. The second, mm, yeah. The second movie is also pretty good. The third one. No, uh, I don't. I don't acknowledge it. No, I don't acknowledge but it. But the second and the third, the the second and the first were good. The second with the jerseys was better. That's my. That dad. was when they introduced the white yeah. jerseys with the with the the purple maroon, and they also had the green. Like those were good, and they had the re- the lettering of Mighty Ducks. The mm-hmm. Mighty Ducks was red. I think. Yeah, like a reddish kind of color. That's my thing. Is like I'm I'm looking at. Oh man, I I like I like the current Ducks uniforms. I don't. But know. these mighty duck ones are so significantly like, better. I, They're so better. I, the only the only thing I think of I, whenever I see the current ducks like logo with the web foot with the D, I think of Ryan Getzlav and Bobby Ryan winning the cup in two thousand seven. Yeah, that's what. I, and I think of the the there was a graphic of it was during some middle of the season or towards the end of the season Sabers game where the Sabers were at the top of the standings and then right below them was the Ducks mm-hmm. and that's like. It, that's the era I remember. I don't remember anything from from then to now of the Ducks because it's just been so mediocre. Well, oh, that, and that's the thing too is that they've been mediocre in a Western Conference that's kind of allowed for mediocrity to win. To, to yeah, to make playoff runs, and they just mm-hmm. haven't been able to do that at all. Now they do have an exciting player in, in Trevor Zegers, who might be a guy that kind of will pop off a little. And bit. Leo Carlson and, too. And Leo Car- Well, yeah, they add Leo Carlson now as well. I'm looking at their alternate one for this year as well that they have like the old Mighty Duck logo yep on the orange jersey a little bit of gold a little bit of white a little bit of black i do like like that like that's pretty good yeah i actually again that's the logo i'd go for i think it's the logo that does it the logo really brings it together that's the logo i'd go for if you if you have to for copyright reasons keep the color scheme that's i have no problem with the color scheme but i'm looking at that and i'm like you give me a white version of that for the road we're off to the races that looks good i think what does it for me with the orange and black is the 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 logo Mm-hmm. The logo they have right now, the duck with the web foot for the D. Yeah, I don't like that. It's not good. I don't like that. It's at not all. good. The lo- I, I agreed wholeheartedly with that. The logo is not good. The old one is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I think that's where that's where I would go. Is like if you have to if you have to not use the old color scheme, even though it's also screams ninety. Yes, the nineties. Yes, the, the teal. Like, the duck leaping through the ice. Remember oh, yeah. that one that they did last year for the reverse retro. I. I think of the old Mighty Ducks uniforms in the 90s. I can only think of a mall in America during the 90s. Like yes. that color scheme. Yes. That is what I think of. And With it's the, so perfect. The quintessential um, 90s, the blue and the purple like swooshes. With yeah. The, yeah. That's great. No one knows where it came from, but it was on every cup in the 90s. And it was it was, it was was late 80s into the 90s, and it's beautiful, and yeah. I love it. It was and, on every Styrofoam cup. And we need to go back to it because, honestly, that's, that is nostalgia I'm talking about. Yeah. Every show goes to the 80s now, and there's good nostalgia, good music. But you bring that in, that's good nostalgia for a 90s show. We're going to take a quick time out here. When we come back, we'll wrap up the show for this week. You're listening to Sports Talk Saturday, and this is WGR. Nine-year anniversary of Germany defeating Argentina in the 2014 World Cup. 
I, really the reason we're bringing this one up to end the show is me and Josh got into soccer predominantly because of that World Cup. Yep. Going into that one, the United States does beat Ghana. They uh, get through the group of death, which did involve Germany as well. Along and Portugal. With, yeah, Portugal with prime Cristiano Ronaldo. I think he would have been 27 at that point. And they beat Portugal. Uh, I think they drew Portugal. They. Oh, yeah, they, no, it's a 1-1 draw. You're yeah, right. They, they, beat, they beat Ghana, and then they draw both. Portugal and Germany. Portugal ends up getting knocked out of the group. Yep. Germany and the United States advance. Germany does beat Argentina 1-0 in the World Cup final. Funny enough, though, Germany wins that World Cup game, that, that final, and have basically been crap in international competition since. Yeah, I mean, Knocked out in the group stages of both the last two World Cups. Not really good in either of the two last Euros. No. But... Well, we were looking at it, though. The age of all their players, they were, like, in their prime in that World Cup. Within, they were either young or in their prime. Within 23. Four to twenty-seven years old. They were yep. all in their primes, and they really have not been able to replace a lot of these great guys. Mario Goetze being one of them as well, who scores the winning goal there. To, uh, Mesut Ozil, he's yep. pretty much out of soccer. Thomas Muller aged out. Manuel Neuer is somehow still playing to the At, same like, thirty-eight level. years old, same level as he was in that twenty fourteen World Cup. Yeah, I mean, it, like he's still Bayern's starting goalie. That was it, it's this year. This past year's World Cup was a ton of fun. I absolutely loved it. The United mm-hmm. States was able to. You know, go on uh, onto the knockout stage, which is great. They're a very young team. They're very, very exciting coming up for the next few years. But yeah, I mean, like, like you know, Germany versus Argentina. It, you know, two world powers kind of clashing in terms of the world of soccer. And oh, it's a one-one. It's a one-nothing win. This past World Cup final though was unbelievable. Oh, Messi yeah. versus Mbappe of France and, and stuff like that. We end up getting to a penalty shootout. Absolutely spectacular with how good this World Cup final is. And now next week we've got the women's World Cup beginning. The U.S. women have been superb throughout uh, the women's game, and that's going to be starting, I think, next Thursday or Friday. It's going to be in New Zealand and Australia, and the first game for that tournament will be at 3 in the morning. I think New Zealand gets it going. July 20th at 3 a.m. is the first game. So oh, Thursday man. at and, 3 a.m. And then the Americans do play on Friday. Yeah, well, the I'm just, yeah, the first yeah. game is between... Uh, is it New Zealand or Australia that, that play the first game? I think New, it Zealand, New Zealand and yeah. Norway. New Zealand and Norway, two good teams in the women's game as well. And then we're also getting close to the Premier League season that begins at the end of August. Yep. So that should be, you know, it's, it's that's funny. We, we talk about, you know, football and, and soccer not really have, or football and hockey not really having much of an offseason. Soccer has like a month off. And then yep. they're right back to it. And it is, it's a lot. For and half the time it's not even a month with. off. If you're good, you yep. get like three weeks. And that's about it. Yep. And it, it could be very, very stressful if you're one of those athletes trying to, Trying to deal with that. Um, quick update on the poll. Mm-hmm. The turd burger is still winning 72 to 27. Yeah, it's a runaway. It's a runaway. We've got like, what, 22 hours left on that poll? It doesn't even matter. It's 23. That is going to be a runaway. The, yeah. it, 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 look, be, worst memories in the Navy Blues, but in terms of a straight-up worst, like the worst jersey, turd burger by a mile. That's going to do it for me and Josh. We'll be back next Saturday as we are one week closer to the start of NFL training camp for the Buffalo Bills. They get ready for the 2023-24 season. Thanks for listening. Thanks for the calls today. You're listening to WGR. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.